Welcome to Creative Income, a podcast that focuses on making a living in the creative space. Whether you're an actor, filmmaker, musician, painter, or anything that doesn't fit the nine to five mold, there is value for you here. I'm Lars Lindstrom. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Creative Income. This is Lars Lindstrom, your host. I, uh, Got to change things up a little bit. We're not having a cinematographer on this week, and I know most of you are probably cinematographers. That's okay. I, I think it's important that we we realize that every creative uh, outlet in this industry or any uh, creative field has similar things that we can learn from. And today we have a good friend of mine, Camille on. Um, she is a model actress. She's been in a couple of my commercials. Incredibly talented. Very natural. I remember I said to her once, "I go, Camille." that was really good after a take and she goes mm-hmm, yeah Lars I'm I'm a professional like I know what I'm doing and it was like at that moment I realized okay yeah like yeah, you actually do and she does and her, her journey is really awesome she talks about the early days of going to New York and having someone say completely make up your resume from scratch everything you you put on there will be a complete lie to coming to Los Angeles where she completely changes that mentality and actually starts getting decent work because she's not lying uh, completely and I always say you know like fake it till you make it in the industry and we joke a little bit about that but um, the thing I really like about this episode is is she talks a lot about um, having kids and being a model or an actress and and how that kind of changed a little bit of the roles she was getting, but I think ultimately helped her in the end. Um, so stick around for that. Uh, really incredible stuff. Um, it's a fun journey. Here we go. Let's get into it. Here's Camille. Uh, Camille, thank you so much for being here. What a wild of morning. Course. We had floods <laughs> and power outages and man, it's a, it's never a dull moment in Southern California. <laughs> I know. It's been wild, but we're here. Yeah, it has been. Well, we made it and uh, the metaphor for life prevails. And uh, here we go. So let's just go ahead and jump on in. Um, would you mind just uh, briefly telling uh, the audience about yourself, who you are, or where you're from, what you do? Yeah, I'm, my name is Camille Tudaro. I'm from West Covina in California. Are you really? Yeah. Have you talked about this? Why? Where are you from? I'm in Glendora. I'm from Glendora. <laughs> no, you're Glendora. not. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, no. I had no I'm, idea. That's where I'm from. Yeah. Um, and I am a commercial actor model. Okay. And a mom. And a lot of And things. a mom. I'm a yes, you are. Of two I'm children. A human being. And, uh, and I definitely <laughs> want to get into that. But um, I, I do want to start uh, kind of from the beginning. Just how did you, at what age did you kind of figure out like, hey, like I'm, <laughs> I mean, is there is there more to, like how did you get into the industry? Did you just have to be like that's scouted me. on the street? Like how did that yeah, happen? Yeah, that's really interesting. No, I actually started very young. I started modeling when I was 18. Um, okay. But that was, I don't know if you've ever heard of Model Mayhem, but that was, it wasn't no. really modeling. I think my mom took me to my first casting when I was 17 that I found on this platform called Model Mayhem. And it's mostly for those who are all building your portfolio. So whether you're a photographer or a stylist, it's like for trade. Like, you know, mm. it's just you're building your portfolio. It's how you, you know, create with other other people who are also building. So it's like a free, it's like, you're not really getting paid. There are paid jobs, but at that time I was only a teenager and I just, I didn't care about mo like to me modeling was like, Ooh, cool photos. It's I could fun, show on MySpace. Was this something that you were actively seeking out or is this something that maybe your mom was pushing a little bit more for you to do? Oh no, no. 
Absolutely not. It is, it is you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming from like a an Asian background, and they're all medical school, and you know, um, <laughs> and just like and even until now. I mean, well, I feel like I've definitely um, put my foot down and and proved to them this is my career and it stands. But they're like, you sure you don't want to go back to school? <laughs> Be doctor, Camille. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was, it's, I was started young, but at the time my mindset was when, when you think of model, you think, you know, New York, you think you're either with Ford models or elite or with, you know, a really big like fashion agency. That's what I, pers- I didn't even realize commercial, the term commercial model, or you could make it in LA. I thought that the thing was to go to New York anyway. Could you explain the difference between uh, like a fashion model and a commercial model? Yeah. um, Well, I'm I'm so commercial, but in my eyes, in my opinion, when I think of fashion, I just think, you know, high fashion. I think high fashion where it's, you know, whether it's runway, you're over at least 5'9". I mean, you could you could have the cusp of five eight. I really don't know how it is now. I know things have changed now with you know influencers and stuff. You get away with a lot of stuff, but then it was mm-hmm. just like you're size zero, you're at least five nine and up, and you know, just magazines, fashion magazines, yeah. e commerce, and just like a lot of print, like you know, fashion. I think run- fashion. yeah, you say you say runway, and I and I think I understand like. What, where you're coming from. So what's, yeah. what's a commercial model? A commercial model uh, lifestyle. I feel like anything you see on TV, anything in your house, like in your house literally is an ad can be an advertisement. So you go to you target know? and you see, uh, someone selling a TV and there's a family sitting on a couch watching the TV. That's commercial. Exactly. Anything. And from the to even the store target, you know, that's a, the store, is, you know, and the products that are in it, you know, laundry detergent, everything, everything. Mm -hmm. These bed sheets that I'm on, you know, um, shot in a very lifestyle way. You're either the lifestyle, it's either they call it um, slice of life, you're either, or you're the professional where I know all of this about, you know, the medication that I'm trying to sell you. (laughs) Explain that. So either you're... Um, There's two terms. Uh, This is what I learned in, in class and Back in the day, is uh-huh. slice of life. When you watch a commercial, they're usually either giving you a slice of life, mm, or, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, this is how we live. Mm-hmm. Or you're, I'm the know, professional relatable. selling this product. Or you're the professional. Usually, that's when you have like a cold read and you're reading. Or you know, you're the professional, whether you're the doctor, provider, <laughs> or I'm a person who has eczema and this cream really helped me. I was going to say, you're, you're advertising a lot of medical. Uh, so what I'm understanding is you do a lot of medical. Yeah. Yeah. Actually don't, I, but oh, yeah, good. maybe, see, Thank maybe God. it's my. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so you're yeah. 17, 18 years old. You go to this model mayhem website. Yeah. You're, looking for, you're looking for gigs. How does I that start to. Somebody to asked solidify? me, I, I think in my inbox and like, Oh, there's this casting, blah, blah, blah. I go, I have no idea. My mom goes with me because I don't drive and I get the gig. I can't remember. It was for like sneakers or something. Mm -hmm. I get the gig and that was my first taste of like feeling like I had a job. Did you get paid on that first one? I think I got like $100. Was that just the greatest thing ever? It was awesome. It was like, I would have been, I could have been paid free. 
I could have mm-hmm. just the casting being LA. I mean, I'm from West Covina. <laughs> right. I didn't even have a car. So I don't even, I don't think I really knew LA like that, you know, and it just felt cool. And then that's where things started to like, Ooh, I want to do more of this, you know? And how does, and how um, does that work? Does it just, are you just on the platform for as long as you can be? Like, do you remember you, specifically oh, how you started? Yeah. Well, how did you start booking gigs or meeting clients or, or, or kind oh, of well, see all of that, all like just building my portfolio at the time I was just, I was just collaborating with other photographers that I uh, saw, like, I felt like, Ooh, I love their, how, like their eye. I want to, collaborate and with were, them. were you reaching out to them on Facebook at this point? Or? This is all model mayhem. This is all, all model mayhem. All model mayhem. Yeah. Okay. I was that one. I think I was still in high school. I was still in high I was like, yeah, I was in high school, I think. Maybe towards wow. the end of high school. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then um yeah, so that was just in and out. Like I called myself a model because I was able to put them on MySpace and you know, I did cool stuff, but I really wasn't making any money. I wasn't it wasn't my career. It was you know, a thing I like to do. I loved taking photos and making, creating art. And then, um, and then I went to college and then my second year in college, I went to, um, I was like, I just kept getting more and more opportunities that were like, wow, this is like real, I could do this. Like I could. All on Model Mayhem still. Um, yes. Okay. So the job that I got, um, I think it was called Greedy Genius. And it, oh. I think it was, I think it, I don't know. It was a store. I don't, I don't even know what it was. I know there were sneakers, maybe by a rapper, like a, okay. <laughs> an artist. I don't know. Um, and that was like for a magazine. And then from there, it all started from one like job, real job. And from there, it's like, oh, you should do this and the next thing you know I think I remember you know oh man it's so long ago I was like with a in a Rolls Royce and it was just like really cool <laughs> like it was just like and it all started from one job and then I got recommended for another job and, and this then, is at this point still all just photo this is all photo all okay. photo I didn't start doing commercial I didn't do commercials until 2016 Okay. I didn't even oh, realize wow. 2000. Yeah. yeah, not until I even went back. I mean, it was a whole journey to even realize mm-hmm. commercials existed. I mean, okay. I even stopped modeling at one point. I mean, because, yeah, I just wasn't support. Like, my family didn't see that as a real career. Like, even television, mm-hmm. they just, they thought they magically appeared. Like, you're just born famous or you know like that's or when you turn 25 it's what happens when you turn like when you get older like beauty doesn't last forever blah 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 blah. Hmm. um yeah i do want to talk about that at some point um mm -hmm. just kind of how like what what does happen as you start to mature and maybe get a little older Mm -hmm. um do the jobs change do they get better do they get worse um but we we can we can either jump into that now or or in a little bit after the the first part of your story yeah, I mean, we could we could jump into it now. I feel like that was that was like the story. I mean, that's how I started. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, moved to New York. Lasted like less. Went yeah, lasted a year. I did a couple e-commerce jobs, but I was trying to survive. I was only eight, 19, spending my money in all the wrong places. I was homesick. Mm-hmm. If I knew all the things I knew now, I probably would have stuck it out. But I would have never discovered like I'm LA. I definitely have okay. a more relatable, like, like. Can you can you briefly talk to me about what what made the New York experience negative for you? 
It's cold. No, I was. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't negative. It was honestly one of probably the. I'm, I don't regret it at all. I was okay. so young, and so I had the fresh eyes of just and no rejection, and everything was at my hands, and I had no fear. You know, like just that yeah. young, that, yeah, that young spirit, and I got, I got street smart. You know, mm-hmm. book smart. <laughs> yeah. Were you booking gigs in New York? Were you doing I got a, I got a few. I got a few. I did more e-commerce stuff. I did some e-commerce stuff. I mean, I wasn't there long enough to stick it out. I think I didn't even booked. I got an agent. And I booked like this short film, but I left before then. I was okay. just like ready to go back home. What was the process yeah. of book- booking an agent like? Was it the easiest thing ever? Do you kind of wish it were harder? Uh, what was that New York experience? When I was like? in New York, mm-hmm. that was you know what, and I will start now. I was waiting for that to come. Like when I'm going to start talking about this your mindset and attraction and how the universe just comes when you're just open and ready and want it. And I was literally just walking down the street on Broadway and I was actually in the middle of trying to, I mean, it was still so new. I was only there for like less than a month so far. I'm just walking really with, I had the intention of like, okay, I need to find one. I needed a side gig. Like, so I was looking for to serve somewhere as a waitress and then I even said, I'm like, I'm going to bump into somebody. I'm going to like, just like what you see in a movie. And <laughs> I just remember just walking. I don't remember. And they're the doorman of this building. It was like, hey, I'm like, do you model? And I said, no, I, I am looking, though. It's like, well, there's an agent up here. And she I think you'd be really great. And it was just That's a doorman. Insane. It was just That's a doorman insane. for the building. And and I was like, oh, and she was like, yeah, I think you'd be great. And I was like, OK, great. Thanks. And so I keep going. I didn't really listen to him. And I keep going about my day, but I had to take that path back home. Mind you, it's like January. It's freaking cold. So then I'm just like, okay, I'm so glad you're at, like, I haven't thought of this in such a long time. Um, And so I'm like, let me just go and see about this. Like, you know, so I go in and her name is Dorothy Palmer and she's this old woman. And she was like, and, and so she was like, wow, like, Very who are, yeah, <laughs> she's just, yes. <laughs> and she's just like, who are you? Like, well, she starts asking me all these questions and she's like, okay, listen, this is what you're going to do. Cause I tell her I have, and this is for acting. I have no, I have n- no experience at all. Mm-hmm. Don't even know what a resume would look like. She's like, you need to go home. You're going to make a resume. Do you have any school? Uh, um, have you taken any classes? Do you have any improv? I was like, what is improv? Like, what is, like, no. Oh, my gosh. No. (laughs) This is so basic. Yeah. She she gives me this someone else's resume. She's like, look at this resume. You're just going to put in. She had me put in fake schools. Oh, my life. Yeah, she put in fake schools. Um, uh, Everything was fake. All my credits. She said, you can put the short film. I didn't even know what the, I didn't know. You sure, what, you, sure you don't want me to edit her name out? Is she still living? Is she still working? I don't think she's alive. Like, there's no way okay. that she's. All right. That's amazing. No, there's you no way. It. You just faked the whole resume. I didn't even know what the word lead meant. Like, like for okay. the lead or principal. Uh-huh. I didn't know what uh-huh. any of that meant. And yeah. so, I mean, I really think I, I put that I was a principal. I was a lead. I was a supporting this. I wow. went to this school. You know, they, they always say fake it till you make it. I don't know if they mean it that that uh, brazenly. Yeah. That's uh Oh, I want to go amazing. into it. Can we go into this? I know you have so yeah, many go, more, but no. this is a really funny yeah. story that I have not thought it. of. So I do it, right? So I go back mm-hmm. to her building. I was like, here, everything is like in person. And so I had to bring, go walk back to her building, take the train, go to her building. I'm like, here's my resume. She's like, okay. I get a call that same week. 
And um, I think it's this guy from, oh, I can't remember his name, but he's in one of those. I don't know this going out. Can you still see me? I can still see it. Yeah. Are you great. fine with this lighting? It's just, I'm fine with that lighting. Yeah. Um, uh, Jimmy Whispers. Oh, man. Maybe you should block <laughs> this guy's name. <laughs> but he's a really big actor. He's um, He did a lot of the, um, not Al Pacino, um, Mafia movies. He, Jimmy okay. Whispers. Anyway. He was Jimmy was Whispers. Dir- he was directing the short film. Jimmy Whispers. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm, I'm just gonna. He, you're gonna, gonna know gonna... him. Please look him up while I talk to you. So, right, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> so I have I have to audition for the short film. So I'm just gonna fast forward. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. And then I have I have this script. I don't even I memorized. And then he was like, you know what? Just improv it. I didn't even know what improv meant. Yes, yes, improv, yes. When you say improv, what exactly do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know what that word meant, but I just, I didn't do, I didn't know what I was doing. Anyway, I didn't, um, they booked me for like some extra. She's like, you know what, it was called The Seven Mafiettes, and it was basically this mafia film, but women, and all seven of them are like, you know, I was supposed to be China Doll. Didn't get okay. the role. I wasn't old enough. They were looking for somebody who was 27, and I'm, I was only 19. Mm-hmm. And um, he was whining. He was, yeah. I will keep that. I will refrain, and I could tell you that later. But yeah, <laughs> that was my experience, and I left like not very long after that experience. Okay. <laughs> but I was like, cool. That was my like feet. Yeah, and then I went back to college. Okay. Where'd you go to college? Cal Poly Pomona. As wow. when yeah, I went to Cal Poly Pomona. Oh, you know, because I'm Pomona. I lived. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to uh, Cal Poly Pomona, but I left, then went to New York, came back, and then um, went to Cal Poly for a little bit, but went back to like another college, Mount Sac. You know Mount Sac? Mm-hmm. Community Absolutely. College. Did you ever, did you ever graduate uh, with an no. associates or anything like that? No. no, no. Well, I wound up getting yeah. a farm tech thing, and it was okay. all, but all in through that, I was still modeling. It just kept yeah. calling me back. Like, and it was, I couldn't say, I'm, I'm honest, like from my heart. I kept. I was doing that to please other my family. I knew in my heart. School going back to school. Yeah. Like because and even when I was doing farm tech, I mean, I even worked at it and I was getting paid great. Um, And then I would just somehow modeling would find me and like I would just get these job offers and I did LA Fashion Week and I'm just like okay, you know, until Mm -hmm. eventually I think um, it was farm tech because that was the last job before I went full time. And I was just like, it was a year in and I had my first finance car. I was living in Huntington Beach and um, <laughs> I was just so unhappy though. I was alone Why? and I would, cause I'm, I was in a, I was in within four walls and I'm, I feel like I'm such a social butterfly and mm-hmm. I just felt like I'm just not an, an eight, nine to five. I'm not an office girl. I know that I was meant to just meet people Adventure, and talk. explore and yeah. yeah not be confined and i literally quit no call no show um had For no your farm, Id- your farm tech job. my farm tech job yeah because that was that i know no backup. Running bridges camille i know but check this out no uh-huh. no backup i was just so unhappy and i didn't know what i wanted i really didn't know what i wanted i just know what i didn't want and I knew I didn't want that. And that's where I, that's all I could start from. I knew I didn't want that. So why was I doing it? So I literally quit like little money in my bank from what I mean, a couple grand enough for to, to find an apartment and put in first month's last month's rent. Yeah. My credit was good. 
This was um, this was obviously not last month where no. two thousand dollars could pay for <laughs> last month rent at a place. Well, I, maybe I waited for the check, my check to come, and then I had that two thousand. Who knows? Sure. I don't remember. Yeah. But I, yeah, I I didn't have a backup. I had no, yeah, and I just saw that I'm moving to LA, and found a place in K Town and figured out from there and got a serving job and worked my way up as a bartender. Ironically, I don't drink, <laughs> um, yeah. but I, but, and then that's how someone came into the bar and was like, have you heard of, um, like, and then it came again, like, do you model or uh, have you heard of like, do you, have you heard of commercials? I was like commercials. And that's what's yeah. like, yeah, I've planted. seen commercials before. I was like, yeah, plan. That's what planted the seed, and then from uh-huh. plan, all it took was to plant the seed, and from there, it just you know, until it became an obsession. I'm like, let me go. What is commercial? Like, what agents? Like, you know. So, so talk to me about that. Dive into that a little bit. Like, what what were you googling, and then who are you? How are you reaching out to people? And was it uh, direct to? agencies or were you trying to go through like bypass agencies and go to producers or no no I feel like I did it from scratch from in the order in which it from the starting from the bottom going up and it all has to do with this gentleman that I can't remember right now um (laughs) and he it was the guy who walked came into the bar and he gave me his business card and um he was like come into my office and you know I don't advise, you know, just listen to your gut. Always do it uh-huh. safely. And there was something I was like, oh, I'm just me. I'm always curious and interested. So um, it was somewhere in Burbank and he had all these headshots on the on the wall at the time. I don't even know anything about this, like, like this career path. And he was like, do you have any digitals? I was like, digitals? No, um, I don't have that. And so he has his little. You know what that was? No. I mean, I, digital, not digitals, not digitals yeah. and headshots. I didn't even know headshot. Like I see the headshots. Okay. That's a headshot. Obviously. But you had been model. I mean, you, you had done how many gigs before at this point now? Like quite a few. Gigs? So you, yeah. But yeah. they're like small, like compared to what uh-huh. I do now, that's, this is like, uh, I've never done it the proper way. It was all through. So you, at this point, you never needed headshots. You didn't know what digitals no. were. Like, so he's, just, he's asking no. these questions. At, at one point, was yeah. was he like, this girl doesn't know anything. Like, why am I taking a chance on her? Oh, or talk, I was what happened? up yeah. front. I was absolutely up front. Because cool. at the time, even when I moved to LA, I was still 20. I was 20, 21. Super young. 22. Yeah. Sorry, I was 22. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he had his like tiny little 90s silver little camera. Had me go outside. He was like, okay, just do this and that. And I was like, okay. I don't think I ever saw him again after that day, but he sent me the photos. Uh And at least I knew I'm like, okay, this is what I have to do. I just need photos, right? And then he goes, hey, I recommend you take this workshop class. And it's called, uh, hey, I saw your commercial with Mike Pointer. He's a great coach. If you want to get into commercials, take this class. Hmm. And I went to his website and that's what I did. I was like, okay. I just said, okay. I just, just like, okay. Like I just agree. I, I just, yeah. yeah, I just listened to him and yeah. Hey, here's my pointer. Amazing. Um, do you remember how much the class was? Probably for uh one one uh, improv, not a one, a commercial one one probably two ninety five, three ninety five. Okay. Two ninety five yeah. for like a, say four week, four week course. And you would physically go and they would physically do like little go. workshops. Mm-hmm. I think it was like four hours in a day. Was it a very Barry experience? Have you watched Barry? 
Uh, no, but I've heard oh, of it. I man. love I love him. I love <laughs> yeah. him. I gotta watch it now. I you gotta should watch, watch it Barry. Now. Yeah, there's okay. like there's like an acting class, and and it's just it's a little bit fun and oh, cheesy, and and I just I'm 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 curious. Was it like at any point were you just like this is cheesy, or were you just absorbing the information? I was absorbing everything. I was absorbing everything because I was a blank canvas. So all yeah. of that stuff, everything. I mean, I say it now when I say slate your name, you know. Um, all those terms were like, I never knew them. So yeah. that was all studying for me. Like, okay, okay. Side, pro- I need to know what side profile, like side profiles, you uh-huh. know, like it's literally the basics. And uh-huh. I feel like it's so essential for, you know, I mean, if you have the connect to just like, Hey, I, I think you'd be great with my agency. I'll, I'll send your photo to my agent. Cool. But I still think, I mean, if you don't have any background, taking commercial workshop is everything. Hmm. For two hundred ninety-five dollars, yeah. too, it's a little bit cheaper than college. It's probably three ninety-five. I could be getting two ninety-five, three ninety-five for a four-week wow. course. With inflation, it's probably six hundred ninety-five dollars now. So there right. you go. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess it's, my point though is that it. for for even if it was three hundred bucks or four hundred bucks, it was still totally worth it for you to learn some of these basic terms Mm -hmm. and just feel a little bit more confident when you were going to auditions. They throw you in front Um, of the camera. You you do, you know, mock, mock auditions. And then that's where I got my agent. I did a, I did a showcase. Okay. I did a showcase. And they had agents come. They had a panel of three agents, um, agencies. And mind you, while all this is happening, I was already applying my law of attraction stuff and, and just like, cause I already had it. I'm like, I'm take this on. I'm going to, then I, that's when I Googled, I typed top commercial agencies in LA. And I looked at like the 50, there were like 50. Mm-hmm. And, um, I went on YouTube and I watched like SAG foundation interviews or panels. And there was this SAG foundation, um, video and it had, it had like five panelists of commercial agents and one Stuart K Robinson, who is the CEO founder or co-founder of Brady Brandon rich, who is I'm who I'm with now. Are you really? Congrats. Yes. That's thank amazing. you. Yeah. I was, I, he's like everything that he said resonated with me. I was like, I like this guy. Who hmm. is he? Who, what agency does he represent? I'm like, okay, he's in my top three. They're in my top three. So I had BBR. I think I had like, Oh gosh, I think I had Lemon Lime Agency. I can't remember. I think I had Love Stone Agency. I mean, I had some, you know, I had my, I had Daniel Hoff in there. I mean, I had my top five. I was like, okay, yeah. these are who I want to be with. All the while still taking work, my workshop. I'm still learning. I still have no idea of what to do. No yeah. agent. And I, um, and next thing you know, my coach, commercial coach says, so, I usually don't open our showcase to those who are beginners. And I only usually have the showcase for those in commercial 201 and up. But why am I going to hinder you for someone who feels ready? Right. So he passes out these papers when papers were still in. And I see who the panelists are and I see Brady, Brandon, Rich. And I'm like, and my, I was like, holy cow. I mean, this is it. This is meant for me. Like I have to do this. And there were two other panelists. I can't remember. They're, they were amazing. Um, so I hurry up and sign up. I can't remember how much that was, maybe another two ninety five. And I was like, I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't even know if I had the money. Um, but I, I couldn't not take the opportunity. So Did t- it. You, you had to pay an additional 
to do the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it showcase. was one ninety five, maybe. I can't remember how much okay. the show. Yeah, you pay for showcases to showcase yeah, yourself. Yeah, but in, in your time. mind, you're going. I've already done the research. This is already like the law of attraction, like happening in my this life. This is this is yeah. Like, what are the chances I take this class? And out of all the agencies that and he says that he's not opening that he doesn't usually open it to beginners like like I this is wow. it, you know, yeah. like this was it was uh-huh. like my calling. So I do the showcase. I had to do like a cold read and I had to do some improv or whatever improv, whatever scenario he gave me. And then a personality mm-hmm. question, whatever. I do the audition. The only person that called me was BBR. Huh. Yeah. Um, amazing. Like a week later, a week later, man, that that was seven days was brutal. Brutal. What have I done with my life? I'm moving back home. (laughs) I was so sad, but I just, I got an email like, Hey, we loved your showcase. Congratulations, blah, blah. But then there was still a whole thing I had to Mm -hmm. do with that. Yeah. But yeah, what what was that process like? Um, got the email. I had to create a reel. Um, I was like, what? I don't have anything, but mm-hmm. it was just to show that you can do anything. Like just what show did you do? how you look in front of him. I, I bullshitted this. Uh, I was just on my couch and I had my ex at the time record me and he was, uh, you know what? I reenacted <laughs> something that Titanic. happened. Between- <laughs> Titanic, right? Yeah. No, a you real moment. On, t- on, on Titanic. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> So I was supposed, well, I thought they wanted me to do a script. Like I didn't know, but uh-huh. I memorizing to that. I mean, it's, I still have a hard time memorizing. So I just reenacted something that happened between me and my ex, like, you know, during dinner, but it was real, uh-huh. but I made it uh-huh. seem like it was a movie scene, but it wasn't. That's a little awkward for him to be filming <laughs> reenactment of something that happened between the two of you. Was it positive or negative? Uh, it was positive. It was absolutely oh, okay, okay, positive. Great, it was great, when great. We, we actually, the first time I fell in love with him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, hey, that's not awkward quite, at all. Then. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was easy because he was in it, you know, like, so, um, yeah. yeah. And I submitted that. Uh, and so I gave that then to be able to, I'm sorry, I mixed things up. I, so we set a meeting in person, mm-hmm. met in person. That was tough. Just Why? nerves and stuff. Just nerves. What Just do you, nerves. What do you, you, do you have, have no agent, no representation. You, you used to like combat nerves because I, I find myself getting nervous about meeting people or you know like just mm-hmm. situations and I and I have to remind myself I'm a professional like I, there's no reason for me to be nervous about this at right. all so what mm-hmm. do you do anything do you have any new mind tricks or breathing mm-hmm. exercises to before you walk into some of those meetings to control some of that for meetings I mean well I don't do meetings anymore but basically callbacks yeah. um, any callback even until now for as long as I've been doing it callbacks and um any in-person audition is like you have those nerves no matter i mean i don't know i'll, I'll always have those but um yeah. what it, you do to subside them oh there i have a whole like ritual <laughs> teach me teach oh, well, me because i don't, well, I don't know <laughs> i mean i feel like the main thing is take a deep breath i mean it sounds mm-hmm. so simple but like say so before say it was a zoom callback before it's flipped on or I'm in the waiting room, I close my eyes. I really take a, like, I close my eyes and just have a moment of silence. And in myself, whether, or I say it out loud, like, I'm going to be my most authentic self and speak my truth, speak my heart, 
and be here present and listen to them. Because mm-hmm. in the end, mm-hmm. especially with commercials, if we're talking about commercials, being relatable and being real and be, being your most authentic you, like how you would talk to your best friends, you know, stuttering, like nobody wants this, like having the perfect cookie cutter, clean, like presentable, like I'm always like this and I don't stutter and it's boring, you know? Yeah. The lookaways, the thinking, all of all of the real conversational things is what's real and what makes you connect with another person, you know. So as long as you could be present and listen to the other person, is it's just you know all of those thoughts go out the window. It all goes out the window. All of everything that you prepared for your people pleasing or whatever, just be yeah. real. Even if you're yeah. having a shitty day, my most vulnerable days, the ones where I'm like, I'm having the worst day ever, like. I don't want to be here. That's when your guard is down. Like, this is me. This is the best that you're going to get. I book those. <laughs> so really? What you're saying is uh, for the future, just have super shitty days all the time. And <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah. wonderful I mean, advice to me. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think you're absolutely right. Um, and ultimately with commercial stuff, especially it's like, you don't know what they're looking for. So the best thing you could possibly do is be yourself. And if it's not a right fit, it's not a right fit, but if it is, it's, it's going to be really, really, really natural. And it's going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. A nice, uh, a nice easy segue. So, Mm -hmm. all right. So you're, you're, you've, you are starting to have these conversations with BBR. What happens? You're in that uh, meeting. What happens? Oh, in the meeting. Man, you're making me revisit some some things in a while. Um, so I was a little prepped with – I was – I'm bringing in everything that I learned from the workshop because in the workshop, in the commercial workshop, all of this is to, to get an agent, is to get signed, is the whole process, how to get headshots, how to build a resume, how to get an agent, what to say in a meeting. So I'm like running all these things. I'm kind of prepared. And yeah. so I kind of have – some things in mind of like, you know, they asked me, oh, they had some really tough ones. Like, um, you know, like, oh, do you have any meetings with anybody else? What would you say? Ooh, it feels like you're shooting a, yourself in the foot, right? Like either way, like, well, either way. It's like, yeah, I got tons of meetings. Like I'm, I'm all, all over town right now with meetings or no, you're my only one. Nobody <laughs> wants to take a look at my stuff. But you guys. <laughs> Right. So I feel I, I I don't know, but naturally before I was told the insider scoop. Yes, you do say, yeah, I do have some meetings coming up. I'm going to meet with them. You know, and there's a lot but of when I was that, doing my research. You guys were one of the top five. Yeah, that you can. To, that's uh, a look at yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like if I wasn't told that, I think naturally because you're hungry and you just want to get signed, you know, especially if you really yeah, don't have yeah. any meetings, if you don't have any <laughs> meetings and you're green, and you're just trying to get the foot in the door like you want to sit like you don't want to scare them like naturally I think I thought I would be scaring them away but mm-hmm. luckily I was prepared and I was like yeah I have a couple of other meetings this week next week um hmm. and then just like oh and then you know just I, honestly I can't remember what they, they were there was a lot of questions yeah but I do know how to walk in the room and what the whole point of it is it honestly yes the answers matter but it's from the moment you walk in through that door, it's your presence. It's your character, how you how you carry yourself, how you they're like judging. They want to see if you're easy to work with, if you're easy to talk to, they're how you walk into a room, because that's how you walk into an audition. That's how you walk into set. 
and how you talk to them, conversate, like just your personality. They're just reading your personality. They don't. Yeah. Yes, they have all the technical questions of like whatever that is. But they can obviously see your face. Like, yeah, is she it's like work on does film she or have not? the like, yeah, like they does know she that have the look? But it's, yeah. it's personality after that. Yeah, in yeah. the end, it's it's really all your personality and and because I feel like yes, the look takes you a long way, but um, you know how you build relationships and and. Yeah, that energy. I feel like it's all energy, you know? Yeah, energy, personality. So mm -hmm. uh, did they book you on the spot or did they no. say thank you for coming in? We'll yeah. get back to you. Okay, yeah. and then what happened? That's when the whole – that's when I got it mixed up. I didn't hear from them for a week. Oh, oh <clears throat> yeah. tragic. Oh, yeah. Tragic. Yeah. And so, uh, so a week goes by and then you I get a, a phone call or an email? email. I get an email. I get hey, an email. congrats. What does yeah. it say? Um, hey, Camille, congrats. We love the meeting. Like – uh, we'd love to have you on board, but first mm. we'd like to get, send us your credit and we need a video of your, of you working. Doesn't necessarily have to be work because they knew I didn't have any background, but we just need to see what you can do on camera. And it was and just so open. With, with your yeah. Ex, right? And yeah. I was okay. like, well, is there anything specific? Like I work better with specifics. Tell me what to do uh -huh. and I'll do it. But if you just leave mm -hmm. it so broad, I'm like the worst with more options. So, hmm. yeah, and that's what I decided. I tried doing the whole, like, I would find scenes, like, try and find movie and just do, like, a little scene. It was just failing, so I just made up my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Okay, yeah, so then they, they get that. Hey, this is perfect. Thank you so much. We'll, we'll start putting your name out there. Like, what mm -hmm. happens? Do they, they start started submitting jobs? me. Yeah, so yeah. I created an LA casting. They first had me create an LA mm -hmm. casting. And then, um, that's just I another online, online site, right. Where you can just mm -hmm. like, it's like, yeah. A so LA casting is like where all the breakdowns and submissions from casting directors or from the clients where it's like for the jobs, you know, I'm yeah. looking for, you know, 25 to 35 year old who's charismatic, hip, cool, trendy, you know, uh, to be able to like, you know, uh, eating at a backyard barbecue. I don't know. <laughs> Um, must be okay eating <laughs> and petting in dogs okay, um, yeah. there will be a dog in the scene um, yeah. yeah and um, they started submitting me and I think I got my first audition within the week awesome mm -hmm. and did you do you remember how long before you started booking gigs oh I didn't book until months, months. I didn't have my mm -hmm. and so you, I had your bar, you had your bartending gig in the meantime mm -hmm. And is that the only way you're making money at this point? At the time, I was only serving up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, okay. um, oh, and then all the while, I was taking improv classes. And I was taking improv classes at Second City, the Second City over in Hollywood. And um, I was barely like, you know, two weeks in, three weeks into Second City because, and I signed up before I went to my meeting because that when they see on your resume, especially if you don't have any credits like that, you at least have Incroft. So I had on my resume, it was literally just like my name, my address, my email, my phone number and my skills, my skills of whatever I did. And, and because I had no experience, I, that fact that I had, commercial workshop 101 commercial workshop 202 or no working on presently in commercial workshop 202 and or 201 and um just started 
improv at the Second City. So Boom, you, right the, there. Fake it, the fake it till you make it mentality from New York did <clears throat> not translate to your resume with uh, BBR. Is that correct? No, no, yeah, absolutely that was, that was, not. Yeah. No, they, were they, I was Were they specific everything. about that or was that you? That was all me because I was yeah. still always serious about this. I mean, this is yeah. something I wanted to, because when I was taking classes, he was reiterating like how this is a career and mm. you can fake it all you make it. But once you're in there, you're actually auditioning. Like you want to know these terms because in the, especially when you're green and when you're just starting, that's your moment and that's your time to, to really start your reputation. Right. And yeah. so especially when you're first time meeting, um, going in with a casting director, because these are going to be the same casting directors that you're going to be seeing, you know, that mm-hmm. who's going to constantly bring you in. There's yeah. only, you know, there's especially the powerhouses. There's like, you know, three or four that are like taking all the commercials like, you know. So with those, yeah. especially you really want to make a name for yourself and be reliable and know what you're doing, because you don't want you're not only making yourself look dumb, you're making them look dumb and they won't bring you in again. You know, so if I can't, if I don't know, if I can't improv, <laughs> I don't know, I didn't know the term improv back then, but now I do. So, um, and it just makes, I mean, if you, I'm there to, I want to make money and I love what I do. And yeah. how do I maximize on that is working on my skills and that's improvisation, um, doing the work that you need to do. It's as simple as that. I mean, you can fake, I've learned, you can fake it until you make it and learn on set and do all that. I didn't do it that way this time. I, cool. I did it the right way. So so a couple months go by and you book your first gig. Do you remember what that first gig is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Marlboro. No way. I swear to God. <laughs> it was Marlboro. How many and cigarettes was, did you smoke in your life and, uh, up until this to, point? I didn't yeah. have to smoke. Like, you're not actually allowed to. Um, it smoke was so crazy. Ads, yeah. I auditioned for it. And the audition was just like different ways of like uh, taking one out. They just gave me like three three tries to, to grab <laughs> to it from the – to I'm sitting at the table, you know, uh. I'm, uh, and the breakdown <laughs> is cool, hip – you know, trendy. Yeah, so, and I was yeah. young, so it's definitely the those, younger. Gotta get those eighteen-year-olds smoking yeah, again. Yeah, I know. They're definitely the 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 target market was definitely for the youngins for sure. Uh-huh. And yeah. they just had the pack of cigarettes on the table. And they're like, "Okay, just grab what? Just grab the box. I want you to flip it open, take one out." And then they had me do that three different times. So, like, okay, try to mm-hmm. try a different way. <laughs> so I did this one where, like, when I grabbed it, I kind of just like it did like a flip thing and you used, tossed it. I used like one finger. <laughs> I just used one finger to flip it open and just like lean back. Got the job. That's um, wild. <laughs> yeah. But I wound up being just, I wasn't even, it wasn't, I didn't even, I don't even think advertising is legal anymore for cigarettes. Yeah. And even yeah. then, because they, we weren't, our faces were unrecognizable and all, I mean, in their hands, it was mostly our hands. So that was my first gig. It was like How much the, did you get paid from that? Do you remember? I think it was like two grand. Was that a lot of money for the work that I did? And trust me, yes. it was like was that, was that literally cool? was that like a lot of money just in general for me, at that time? Yeah. Yes, for my first job and this like yes, absolutely. Until now, I'm taking jobs like that's a lot for me now. Yeah. I have to. I've learned to be very grateful because there are nurses and there's a lot of. I mean, I don't know what minimum wage. I mean, I find my, I catch myself, I catch myself being like, ew, how are you going to complain? 
How are you going to complain? Really? <laughs> Only $2,000? Yeah. Oh, you know, gross. You know, yeah. So it's like some, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Have you, have, have you been with uh, BBR the, the entire time? Yes. So I, um, I did leave them two years mm. ago, came back. I just yeah. wanted to try something. I was with them for four years, five, four years. Um, I mean, mind you, when I signed with them, did I have my first son already? I had my kid six months. Oh, my son was already six months. Wow. Huh. Wait. Yes, I already had a baby. I've had so my, I had a baby already. I was Man. six months. Uh, what six what? months? And I started this whole thing. So was that planned? It is all possible. There are no excuse. I mean, there are no excuses. Yeah. It's definitely gonna be harder and more work. But when you know what you want and you make a decision, there's nothing that gets in the way. It'll take longer, but there's and it should be about the journey. And if you just want it, you'll what, get it. Was was having children always part of the plan, or was that uh, something that that was not super planned? didn't plan on it I didn't plan on having it that soon yeah but I mean I was 20 what am I (laughs) now my dates are all I was 25 25 when I got signed 2017 yeah perfect 25 and so so what is that what happens when someone that's relying on their face and their body to book jobs gets pregnant yeah that's a good one that was tough yeah tough like that what does that tough. look like? And has that changed that at all in the last decade? There was a lot of fear, a lot of, I mean, even when I found out when I was pregnant, because I guess I was already modeling. That's what it was. I had a, a small agency before BBR, but it wasn't okay. commercial. That's why it felt like, yeah, 22, I did have an agent that I was getting submitted on, but I wasn't getting jobs. Just all print. Or I, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't really, yeah, I wasn't working. I don't consider working until I signed with BBR. And um, yeah, when I was pregnant, I mean, I had so, so much fear. I had so many thoughts that were like, what if, what if I don't even want to do this anymore? What if I want to be a stay-at-home mom? Or who's going to want, like all these questions, all these like things that haven't even happened yet. And I feel like it's natural. You think about like, because when you're the commodity, you know, and it's like, my body's going to change stretch marks and who's going to babysit. Like what is the reality of watching them when I have to be gone and, and, you know, and, and feeding and, and then just like my personality and how am I going to do it? You know? Yeah. Like, and be tired and all of that, all, all those coming in and all the while watching my partner never got to change, never changed his lifestyle. Like he, from the moment that I got pregnant, like pregnant, he still got to go to work because I also, as much as I love, I, I love working. I love being independent and I love doing my thing too, you know, and we had that conversation and I feel like when your hormones are high too, it just feels like it's not fair. Like, I feel like (laughs) I'm sacrificing my body and my time while you go and and still get to do your your career. Yeah. Yeah, Cause he worked, he worked in the entertainment industry also. In the music industry, right? In the music industry, yeah. He was a professional drummer and, you know, and I just had this jealousy. I'm like, you get to walk outside. You get to do your dream job. (laughs) And I can't even leave and I have to have this baby on my tit all the time. You know. But, yeah, after six months, once it hit six months, I felt like I was ready. I was like, I'm done with, I was ready. 
I was just ready. Like, yeah, I will, I'll figure it out type of thing. Like, well, I won't try to, I just went with it. I just, um, then I just started being avid. I didn't have the answers. Like I just like how, when I moved out here, I didn't necessarily have the answers and how to go about it. Mm-hmm. I would just make the decisions as it comes. You know, yeah. did you ever take any of your kids to any auditions or anything like that? Oh, I had to, I had to. Wow. And I, in the beginning I was finding, I mean, I would first try to find, and one, I have to definitely give praise to my partner at the, um, their father for, I mean, he was a support. I wouldn't have been able mm-hmm. to do with any support, whether it was my parents, family, friends, my best friends, whoever last minute I had to call, I would go down the list of mm-hmm. like, hey, I because you know how it is in the industry. You don't ever know your job is going to be next week. Like everything is, you, it's unpredictable. Less, it's so but last minute. It drives my wife crazy. Yeah. yeah. Especially when it was in-person auditions, you literally get the audition the day before. And yeah. the time is for the next day in whatever city that you have to drive to. Yeah. And so um, I would my I would first find a sitter. If I couldn't find one, I would bring them with me. For the longest time, I didn't bring them because I thought that was like, not professional. Sure. Until I met somebody and I was talking to them like, you know what? I'm just, I'm like, oh, this is really like, I'm having a hard time finding like, bring, uh, I'm having a hard time finding a sitter. Like it's, it's really tough. And then I have to drive and, you know, it's like, why don't you bring them with you? I was like, I don't know. Doesn't that seem unprofessional? Like, and he was a baby. So they're like, what if they cry? They're like, if there's going to be, if a casting director or if casting is going to be wrong, is going to have a problem with you bringing your child, you don't want to work with them anyway. That's what they told me. That's so interesting. And do you, do you agree? I did agree. I did agree. Mm -hmm. Um, because that was always my way of life. And even how I signed, how I, um, sign with agencies to me it's authentic right authenticity having a relationship is so important like mm-hmm. having a relationship as opposed to a machine that'll get me a lot of work it's great and some nice people love breaker when you bring your kids to an audition yeah but when <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what and I have never had anybody complain about bringing my baby even if they cried I just take them out do my thing and it's unpredictable. I've had, and then I've watched them grow from carrier to like the casting or session runner would just um, like have them sit on the couch, like come sit over here, you know? Oh, I love that. And then, oh, cool. I, yeah. And there's a, I never try to bring my callbacks, which is the second um, audition after the first one yeah. where there's going to be more people. <clears throat> and I've only done that once or twice because that one I try not to because I don't want distraction I want to be there presently and not have to worry about my child but Mm -hmm. there was one time I had no choice and I brought them and they were all so cool if anything I feel like he got me the job that's I'm I'm curious because that's like it's exactly what we were talking about right before like for nervous going to meetings like if I can be 100% me my authentic Mm -hmm. self then that's going to Mm -hmm. either convey exactly what they want or exactly Mm -hmm. what they don't want Mm -hmm. and and after that it's it's on them it's not on me yeah so I I love that I love that that's maybe even the mentality's changed in the last decade in our industry right especially if it's a mom role especially if it's a mom role Bring Dude. it. How many, Bring how your many, child. Uh, how, many, how many mom roles are you booking these days, Camille? Oh, man. I was last year was majority mom roles. Yeah. Uh-huh. A I lot of mom you. roles. Yeah. yeah. Both jobs that we you. did together both, were mom both roles. Both jobs we did. And the, and the second job that I booked you on, um, I booked your kids. You worked with too. my I kids. Had them. 
It's both yeah, I had them. I had them both come. It was yeah, awesome. You they were great. It's like yeah. you do your homework over here, and you play with some puzzle pieces, yeah. something like that. And yeah. they were in the background, just kind of doing yeah. their thing. Yeah. So and now so we're a whole commodity. It's a whole commodity. Yeah. yeah so we're talk a whole to me, commodity. is that an actual thing where it's like the kids are booking work now too with you? Or, yeah. Or how does that yeah. look? Well, now it's not so like only real family stuff. Um, only what? Only real family. Only as a family. Okay. Um, not okay. individually gotcha. because individually. Sure. yeah, my son, I just want him to be a kid. My daughter, if anything, Good. I just haven't been on top of that and having their own, they do, they're with offspring. They're both with offspring. Um, wow. it's just my son, I think now he's from seven to eight, there's been a maturity difference at mm. seven, his attention span and just him being a boy. And I think when you start, especially when we came back to school from COVID after doing an eight hour day at school, who wants to audition, you know? Yeah. And trying to like, it was like pulling teeth and I don't want that. I don't want him to not no. have a good time. Oh, yeah. He doesn't like auditioning, but he loves being on set. He loves crafty. Oh, he loves the mm-hmm. food. He loves, <laughs> he loves all of that. So if he could just work and not audition, cool. But so I just decided to take him out unless it was all family. My daughter, she's all about it. I've just been busy working that I, I, I don't want to be so spread thin, you know, like having it, you know, be on top of her auditions, on top of my auditions. I'm already having a hard time, you know, keeping in <laughs> being so, present so as a you, mom and working. Have you been able to financially support you and your family now from modeling and yes. commercial gigs? Yes. Okay. Yes. Solid, solid for the past, since I got my new place, um, like for the past two years. Okay. And yeah, and solid, like, because I'm by myself, because I'm no longer yeah. with their dad and, and, you know, me supporting myself and my kids. And, and yeah, I could, to be completely honest, because I had a lot of back and forth and yeah. And how does that feel? I mean, you, you're, I feel like you're, you're, you've made it I right. Mean, and it's like, and does the work continue to come in? Is it easier now to book jobs? Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's always going to be unpredictable. I think it's all mindset. Yes. Yeah, so yes, because I say that, right. Hmm. Okay. I have an abundant mentality. Realistically. <laughs> yes. It's, you never know. Uh-huh. I'll have a good, great month here. And like, you know, not so good. But for the past two years, it's been really consistent. And that's I feel like you're everywhere, man. I'm seeing you on billboards. I, I was at a Rams game. I saw you up on the Megatron. Like, I, I feel like I, I'm seeing you. I feel like you're killing it, dude. Yeah, thank you. No, I feel good. I feel good. And I think it's time and it's mindset and just being, having an abundant mentality and not taking personal and just on to the next. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, if it's not for you, if that rolls, because you can't get them all. Like if they're yeah. not for you, they're not, it's not anything personal. Just audition as much How as you can. You emotionally handle rejection at this oh, point. man. At this point, on to the next, not to get personal. And until okay. now, that's an exercise up to even get to this point. Yeah. Um, it's tough, especially when it's, you know, it's your livelihood and surviving. I feel like for every, any entrepreneur who's self-employed too, um, but when it, when it comes to that, it's, it's detaching yourself from, from the expectation and just like being your most authentic self and just already knowing they're not all for you. 
they're looking, it's about, it's not about you. And when you're looking in the standpoint of an, an ad or, you know, it's about the brand, you know, mm-hmm. and they already have the client or the, you know, creative has this in mind and do you either fit it or not. And you're not going to get them all. Like you're not like, I'm a, I'm already in my, I'm in my thirties now. And I'm not going to get the young anymore. Like the 18 year olds, like we're, you know, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Unless I'm a stressed <laughs> out mom, just like, oh. Oh, there you go. Well, there, you, know? you, might, you might be onto something there. Yeah. yeah. Like you're just not going to get, they're not for you. And just, you know, and just have like, okay, on to the next, on to the next and just trust the process that it's going to come. And the more you focus on like, okay, you didn't get it. What's in front of me now? That happened. Even if the audition was yesterday, you let it go. Let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, it ha- that was in the past. Even if it, like, as soon as that Zoom meeting ends or whatever, that's done. That was a minute ago. Done. Don't think about it anymore. What's in front wow. of me now? You know, just have to just keep staying present. and Because stu- yeah. I feel like what kills you, I know how it was for me until now, callback or when it used to be in-person stuff, you're driving home and you're thinking about, dang, I should have done this. Dang, I should have done that. You know, or you keep going back into the past and that happened already. You're just, you're just. Have you been able to evolve and adapt at all as you've gotten older? Right. So when you first start out, you're, you're booking ads for Marlboro for an eight, playing an 18 year old, just, mm-hmm. you know, barely legal, can smoke <laughs> cigarettes now. And just like, and now, and now you, you, you've got two children, you're mm-hmm. a little older, more, more mature. Like, have you been able to very seamlessly evolve and adapt or has there been like have you had to change agents at all not agencies but agents maybe just that are booking different types of material um I've definitely changed a lot of roles as I got older oh in regards to booking but the good thing about I can say speaking with my experience with BBR from the very beginning they spread me out quick and I think maybe I think I feel like if you're an agent, that's the smartest thing to do because you're testing the your the talent, what they can do and what they look great in, you know, just like the reality of your your branding or typecast, you know, yeah. and um, as advice for ta- for for talent um, who don't know who what their brand type is, is is to do all of them. If you're going in, if they want a scientist, if they're looking for an architect, you're like, I'm not any of this. Do them all. Do them all. Do them all because you won't know what feels good until you actually do it. You could say like on paper, that's not me. I don't even know how to do that. Like, you know, um, do it. Because when you're practicing auditioning, practicing being in front of people, doing self-tapes, whatever, and then you're like actually seeing what it feels like to, to like, be a mom, be a, all these random sports person, realtor. I mean, I've literally played every character, a realtor, an architect, a designer, a, a Google, like a, a techie nerd. Analyst. Yeah. yeah all, I've done it all. I've done it all except for play a man. Um, hey, there's time. There's, there's, there's still time, Camille. You know, um, I'll start sending. I'll start sending auditions for it. Yeah, you, you can't. Yeah. yeah, you can't be picky in the beginning. You you don't want to be. As you get old, as you have credits, and you have the means to be picky and start creating your branding. You know, only when you like, you don't want to be. I mean, yes, I I never wanted to say anything in absolute because everybody's an individual, and I totally back 
standing behind principles like I'll never work for this. I'll never do this. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I already know who I am and this is the branding that I want to portray. Great. Me, I want to because this is my full time career and I have two children to support. I want to maximize in all avenues as much as possible. I have a hand profile. I have my go to couple that I have as a profile. I have my kids family profile and then I have me as a commodity commercial agent and a print agent. And I went to, I sought out to me what I heard was the best print agent. Like I wanted to go to the best. I didn't want to cross the board because I know a lot of people like to be like with cross the board. I wanted like, no, I want to go whoever the best print agent is. And I want to be with the best commercial agent is because I want to maximize everything. Right. And it goes, it comes with, um, you know, and that's why I'm more, commercial. I mean, I've done, and I've been, I've been, I've cut my back to, I think you said something about, you know, roles. All is, even if you cut your hair, it'll change your role. Yeah. You know, if I cut my hair shorter like this, I will definitely get more mom roles. More Uh, model roles. Mom roles. Mom roles. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah, It just reads more mom. When I keep my hair long, it just, you know, it can read so many things like Mm. girl next door and things like that. So as much as when you get a mom role, are you putting your hair up uh, in a bun or something different? Oh yeah. So I have to play it down. So um, from what I've heard, I definitely have more, I'm more on the aspiring spectrum. I don't so, know what that means. Aspiring, <laughs> aspiring mom? Aspiring. Any, just aspiring character. So more okay, of like, okay, okay, uh, gotcha. pretty or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, still relatable. Like, not supermodel. But, you uh-huh. know, like, ooh, that's, I want to be like that. <laughs> mom? <laughs> I don't know. I'm more on the aspiring side. So, uh-huh. you know, if I got something like UPS or a mom role, um, I'd want to, like, be a little more, not disheveled, but wear less makeup, depending sure. on what the breakdown says. If I'm like yeah. just grocery shopping, doing errands um, every day. And I mean, sometimes they'll say you're stressed, you have your two kids and like, they'll say that. So I'm definitely not going to put makeup. I'm going to put my hair up in a bun to make yeah. it look like I'm really doing my errands. I'm, active. And I'm, I'm gonna wear, trying to work. I'm trying to yeah, get stuff done. Yeah. I'm going to wear a shirt that's not, um, that's not a body it's not body conscious so I'm gonna wear a looser shirt because mm-hmm. it's gonna I won't get it I mean I'll look too pretty like I'll look too pretty or I'll look too young if I wear a tighter just as much mm-hmm. as a shirt can you believe it I, I mean that's in my opinion I mean even if I did this and wore a fitting shirt I will look young or I'll mm-hmm. look you know like when you think yeah. of mom you think wholesome you know you think stress just <laughs> When I think mom, I think stress. <laughs> yeah. And UPS, I definitely have like, you know, if, if you're an employee, like I have to, you know, change things up a little bit too. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, There's cool. Do you thing. see yourself doing this in uh, 25 years? Yeah, I can. I definitely would want to be doing more than just commercials though. What so do you I do? am, well, I am working on a podcast or yeah, a podcast with a partner called Book It. And it's What's basically it talk, helping. Talk, the tell com- us, let's plug the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, we're um, it's in the works um, and it's called Book It. And it's basically helping my community actors, um, whether you're green or you're a veteran on how to stand out in auditions and or how to get an agent. Like just basically the, all the ins and outs of the commercial world. And my partner, Will, he is more on the model fashion print side so he has 
that inside insight as well as he used to be an agent. So he'd be speaking from that sense, from that side, and I'd be speaking on the behalf of the commercial side. So well, how to book it, how to book, how to get the job. And, and have you launched the podcast yet or is it uh, no. two up? No, okay. No, Oof. we're still recording. Yeah, we're, okay. we're, we're getting there. We're trying to launch by February, by top of February. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck. I, it's been you. a lot of fun for me, and it's uh, and I, I'm back. I took a long break. I took like a year break, but um, I missed it, and and so now I'm I'm back. See, yes. we'll call it season two. That's what we'll call it. Season yes. two. Season two. Great of income with Lars Lindstrom. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much, Camille, for for taking the time. Uh, is there anything else that uh, maybe one piece of advice before we leave for a, a young someone that's uh, aspiring to be an actor or model starting out? What advice do you have for them? Just do it. Just okay, do it. Nike. You just, just go full Nike. <laughs> just do it. If you know what you want, just take the step. Nope. No, okay. With no nothing front. Yeah, just do it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Camille. Appreciate your time. <laughs> Bye, Lars. All right. Thanks, guys, for sticking around to the end. Um, do me a favor if you're still here. Uh, share this with your friends. Seriously, uh, and not even just your friends. Share it on social media, who <laughs> I guess aren't just your friends anymore. <laughs> you know you follow 2,000 people that you don't know. You know you do. I do it too, man. It's, it's embarrassing. Like, I go to my Instagram, and I'm like, how many people follow me? I'm like, wow, 2,500. Cool, I'm doing all right. And then I look at how many people I follow, and I'm like, 2,200. Okay, maybe you're not doing as well as you thought you were. So, uh, yeah, share it on your social media. That's that's where I get the most exposure. That's where I see the most bumps and numbers. Um, and, I, and I appreciate it. I really do. Um, ultimately, I'm not doing this for monetary gain. I'm doing this because I enjoy helping. I enjoy teaching. Um, and I think it's, I think it's valuable. So uh, those shares are very much appreciated. Um, we'll see you next week, guys.